and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is another episode of Tidbits, where Monique and I talk about random things, strange things in the news. It's a real giggle party, and you're invited, so here we go. This is episode 13. Tidbits, the 13th edition. Tidbits. Or whatever. I feel like I have a, a pretty good mix of dumb fuckery for the week. So, cool. here we go. There is a couple in South Carolina that is facing charges for public lewdness after being accused of having sex on a Ferris wheel in Myrtle Beach. (laughs) And who's hauling that accusation at them? That's my first question. (laughs) The police. Well, and this is on the, the landmark Skywheel. If you ever see, like, the boardwalk of Myrtle Beach, but it's, like, the famous <laughs> Ferris wheel. Apparently, this couple was doing it, and they filmed their their sexcapade, and it was allegedly uploaded to a porn site, which was discovered. And so, I'm, I think, I don't, I couldn't really tell from the story. It doesn't seem like they were necessarily caught in the act, that maybe it was kind of after the fact. You couldn't tell from your subscription? <laughs> but, well, some cop was probably, is there subscription they're like wait a minute i recognize that skyline (laughs) so they were arrested for indecent exposure on january 16th but apparently this is kind of their thing because they were arrested previously on similar charges for having sex in a community pool and also uploading that video to a porn site but i don't know if there's people around and if someone's like filming this for them or if they're just propping up a camera like on a lounge chair and they're <laughs> fucking on they a, busy, a busy pool Saturday. They're like, I'm going to head to the concession stand and then you want to make this video. You want a ring pop yeah, or anything, I'm gonna babe? I'm going to get a couple of dogs. <laughs> I'm going to get a couple of dogs. See if you can get that kid to hold the camera. Yeah. I have a feeling that this is partly how they're getting off probably getting arrested i'm assuming probably gets so bonnie and clyde are just like fucking everywhere in public but the woman i didn't write down her name because i don't really care about them but um she was accused of pissing on vending machines (laughs) in december and this woman been arrested and then it said a similar charge in a hotel elevator. So she was caught like, or was charged with pissing on vending machines and in an elevator and just, okay. You know that that was uploaded to porn sites as well. You know that that is partly why she's doing that. So they can get like, they're making bank. These motherfuckers are making bank guaranteed. And I've said it before. I will say it again. People are gross. Always have Purell with you because Ferris wheels, 
elevators, vending machines, nothing is safe. These people are gross, and they're just getting their stuff everywhere. You know, you know they're not like scrubbing it with Comet. You know what I mean? They're, you know, they're not like Lysoling that shit when they're done. And also, I'm sorry, but who's who gets off on watching somebody pee on a vending machine? <laughs> they're like, oh, E4, get it, E4. Yep, she nailed it. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, oh, the Pop-Tarts got hung up. They didn't fall down all the way. Shake it. If you buy that pack of Big Red, maybe it'll fall and hit the Pop-Tart and then come down. Then you get the juicy fruit at the bottom. Yeah. Her juicy fruit's all over the floor in front of the vending machine. It is. Nasty bitch. (laughs) (sighs) You know, if you want to pee on a vending machine, buy yourself a vending machine and piss on it. Yeah. Upload it all day. Yeah. Like I'm I'm down for you peeing on a vending machine. I'm down for you peeing on a vending machine if it's yours. Sure. You can do whatever the fuck you want if it's yours. But don't be gross. Yeah. Don't piss on things. It's gross. <laughs> Alright. For my next story. So there's a state representative in Oklahoma. His name is Justin Humphrey. And he's filed a bill that would create an official Bigfoot hunting season in the state. Stop drinking while we do this show. <laughs> I can't get to you if you choke. Uh, oh, so what? Yeah. Hold on. You know that this is like some guy who knows a dude that he calls like Sasquatch or Bigfoot that he just wants to kill. He's just waiting for the right time. Spoiler alert. He's a Republican. And... In his official photo, he's wearing a bolo tie. So if this gives you any sort of indication of what we're dealing with. That's a Republican in a bolo tie who yeah. wants to shoot something. He wanted to clarify that he doesn't want anyone to kill Bigfoot. He just wants them to capture or trap Bigfoot using oh. non-lethal methods and oh. you know oh. bring them in because i'm sure bigfoot would just allow for that okay at least so. he's trying to do it in a human way right i um, mean we all saw harry and the hendersons apparently you can just invite them in eventually they get mildly domesticated they hang out yeah they love potato They're chips a member of the family they love to throw their feet up yes. you know they get into some real pickles. Is he going to have a Loch Ness fishing season as well? <laughs> I think so. We're going to see how this goes. Let's vote for that. Yes. Can we vote for that, Bill? Yep, it's Nessie season. Fuck yeah. For sure. So, but he's trying to secure a $25,000 prize for the first person to capture the Squatch. So some people obviously think this is really fucking stupid because it is <laughs> but others think that it could actually help bring some much needed funds to the wildlife services in oklahoma so some people are like yeah it's fucking stupid but also there's really fucking stupid people that will want to to go hunting for sasquatch and will help wildlife services so i understand that but yeah i totally and i don't know if with hunting, if people like from all over the country will flock there, or if it's like only open to like residents. I'm hoping that people from all over the country will flock there because they all need to be in one spot. Yeah. So we know where they're at. And I think that we should go and people watch our asses off. Can Hell you yes. imagine 
Sasquatch opening season. You know, people are going to have, like, shit rigged up that it's, like, the net that falls on <laughs> Squatchy to bring them in. Do you, can you tell that there's a big hole under these leaves burning? <laughs> no, man. Be like no, man. Elmer Fudd University. It's going to be fucking great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Epic. Yes. Let's do it. I just want to find like a diner in this proximity and just sip coffee all day watching these dingleberries Good. come in talking about their. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Thank good luck, you Oklahoma. For that one. I love I... that. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking tidbit. So this next story is actually quite timely because I just did an episode about this or it came up in the episode. So the first human composting funeral home in the U S opened up in Seattle. (coughs) Yep. I can't. So it's called recompose (laughs) and they So they compost bodies using a process called natural organic reduction, or NOR. They boil boil people? Nope. The body is placed in a large, it's a white, like, honeycomb-type structure, and it's filled with wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. Like, over a 30-day process, microbes break down the plant material. Only 30 days? Yeah. It's a very quick wow. process. And so it, the the microbes break down the plant material in the corpse because it's a very controlled environment that creates the perfect environment or whatever for these microbes and bacteria to break everything down really quickly. And so, I mean, everything like bones, teeth, the whole bit, like it is whoa gone. So, but the end result is a very nutrient dense soil that can be either donated or given back to the family. So whenever people have hopes of like becoming a tree or getting put back into nature, like this is the best way to do it that you can actually something can thrive in it. Mm -hmm. And so I just did an episode on like death and mourning with this cool chick named Courtney Lane. And we talked about some alternatives to just burial and cremation. And this was one of the things that she actually talked about. So whenever I saw the article, I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're talking about it. (laughs) It's more like environmentally friendly and it costs like $5,500 to do that. Not even that much. Have you ever paid for her funeral? It's fucking expensive yeah. and a lot more than $5,500, well, I assure you. It was saying the average is like 5000 but they're factoring in like... Pine they, boxes. Yes. But, <laughs> I mean, in. you're lucky to get a casket for $5,000 now. Yeah. So the the founder of the company she actually said that recomposition offers an alternative to embalming and burial burial <laughs> beery that's going to be the next thing they're going to turn you into a beer and then you can drink your loved one Ooh, yeah um but she said that recomposition offers an alternative to embalming and burial or cremation that is a natural safe sustainable and will result in significant savings in carbon emissions and land usage which is something that, honestly, there's a lot of people on this planet and not a lot of land. I don't care about any of them because <laughs> once I'm gone, who cares? Yeah. Kidding. I'm kidding. I recycle. When I'm just a little a little pot of soil that's handed to my nieces and nephews who don't give a shit about me. And Jamie's a poinsettia. <laughs> 
they they knock it off the rail of their deck and it's just spilled in the yard. Poor cat. <laughs> Shit's in it. There's cat turds on me. Cool. That works. <laughs> you were full of shit in life and you'll be full of shit in yeah. death. You know, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> the circle of life, folks. You know, whatever. I'm the I'd be the plant that dies at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> fucking clearance bin and they're like oh, somebody wants to take it home and then they just put it back because they're like yeah it's too gone it's too far gone just put it back mine would probably get left on the top of somebody's car and then fall off and then like a thousand cars hit it <laughs> on the you road end, you end up in an Arby's parking lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm just skid marks of soil clear. through the street but whatever if that's yeah what happens that's what happens like you said circle of life but i'd be cool with doing something environmentally friendly and cheaper eventually it just will become a more common thing and i'm sure prices will go down and it'll be a better option for a lot of people so we'll, yeah. see, we'll see what happens yeah so last story for tidbits gwyneth paltrow's vagina candle do you know about the okay the look on your face this is this is like a two-part story it's like a story <laughs> no. and a story so the goop master gwyneth paltrow's vagina candle which i'll explain what it is exploded in a home in the uk almost causing a major fire but the woman and her boyfriend were able to somehow get the candle and throw it out into their yard before it caused major damage for this thing like exploded engulfed in flames that's something you don't want a candle you expect a candle to be a slow burn not a stick of dynamite generally but so the prequel to this story if you aren't familiar with this candle is gwyneth's company has a candle that is called and i quote this smells like my vagina candle what yeah and it sells for $75 and has been on the market for a year. It went on, it started going on sale last January and what? has been sold out. People have been buying this. A candle that supposedly smells like their vagina. Yeah. So the story is that Gwyneth was working with a perfumer to create a fragrance and she was like, uh, this smells like a vagina and so began the crotch candle and so they they like ran with it it's literally called this smells like my vagina and the product description says that it's a funny gorgeous sexy and beautifully unexpected scent yeah because i don't expect a candle to smell like a crotch generally no yeah that's that's a little bit unexpected i've never been at here's a problem though yankee crotch smell like you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there are vaginas that smell more potent than other vaginas. Correct. So this includes notes of geranium, bergamot, and cedar, and some other shit that I can't pronounce. Zero vaginas. Exactly. Zero, exactly zero vaginas smell like any of those. Good on you, Gwyneth, for being like, oh, this, this beautiful scent smells like a vagina. Yeah, right. Go for a jog and don't shower for three days and tell me that's what your vagina smells like. It smells like gangling. Asshole. Yeah. You can live. Yeah. Is that crotchuli? No. <laughs> nice try. It smells like camping for a week. Clitch Ranella. 
I'm actually looking, I'm looking at my essential oils that I have next to me, and I'm trying to. I thought you were looking at God for inspiration. Yes. Well, that too. Are you getting the names from heaven? Yeah. Jesus, help. And there's a light above you. You can see you <laughs> as me. There's a light above you. It's shining down on your face. You're looking up and you're yeah. like, <laughs> Jesus is just handing me vagina oils. Wow. So isn't that nuts, though? And people are buying this no. thing. No, it's not nuts. Hey. <laughs> we call this one Puget the ma- the male version would be, you thought this was pumpkin spice, but it taint. <laughs> uh, this candle smells like arson. There's there's so many things that just like <laughs> are fucked up about this. What is happening? What? what? Shit. Is it Glitronella? <laughs> but yeah, so gross all around. Yeah, Bergamont Cedar. So that's all the stories. Water break. Mm-hmm. I gotta go put my pussy blend in my diffuser. I'll be right back. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <sighs> okay. So are you ready for this week in history? I'm ready. All right. On February 1st, 2004 was the famous Nipplegate. Do you remember Nipplegate? Yeah. Janet? Yeah. At the Super Bowl. The, oh, yeah. the Super Bowl halftime performance with Janet Jackson and, and Justin Timberlake when he like rips her thing oh, off yeah. and it's all titty for the whole oh, world to see. Yes. Did you watch it live? Yeah. Yeah. And you're I like, did. was that her boob? And then it was, I was like, like, I just saw a nipple. Yeah. That was and then nipple, her hand though. was like right there immediately. But it was like, oh, uh, millions and millions of people saw a nip. The FCC actually fined CBS a record $550,000 for that. Um, But the judgment was then voided in 2011 by the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. So why that took seven years to settle is beyond me, but whatever. How much money was made during that time? Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, (laughs) one little shot of a Pepsi can paid for that. So, you know, whatever. Exactly. I feel like uh, Janet got the shaft for that one yeah because it was like was it an accident they like nip shamed her right right you know what who cares if it was or if it wasn't it's yeah a fucking nipple for fuck's sake okay so i mean we're getting ready to have the super bowl go chiefs but we're still talking about nipplegate 17 years later so regardless of what people said janet's still forever in the super bowl nipple spotlight so yeah whatever yeah and February 6th, 1935, the game Monopoly went on sale. I love Monopoly so much. Kill you at Monopoly. I will kill a motherfucker at Monopoly. I love it. And all the properties in Monopoly are named after streets in Atlantic City. Yay. My final This Week in History is a sad one. 
February 3rd, 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and JP, the Big Bopper Richardson, were killed in a plane crash. It became known as The Day the Music Died after Don McLean referenced the event as that in his song, American Pie in 1971. I didn't know this little behind-the-scenes story, so I wanted to share it. So these guys were on the plane, and they were killed along with the the pilot, Roger Peterson. And Tommy Alsup was supposed to be on the plane, but lost his seat to Richie Valens in a coin toss. And the Big Bopper was supposed to ride on a bus that night, but he had the flu and didn't want to ride the bus. So Waylon Jennings voluntarily gave up his seat on the plane so the Big Bopper could be more comfortable. And as they were preparing for the flight, Holly found these guys that were waiting for the bus and joked, I hope your old bus freezes up again. And Waylon Jennings joked back, well, I hope your old plane crashes. It's in it's in La Bamba. And so those were the, the final words that they spoke to each other. That's going to be such a horrible thing to live with. But it's just crazy that those little, like, tiny little things can just change your fate. My last thing is, what? What is your what this week? My what this week is if it's cold outside and if you can see your breath, can you also see your farts? <laughs> Just kidding. It's not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking. Oh, God, thank you. So after much scientific experimentation, it depends on your pants. I hate you. I hate you right <laughs> You've never wondered that? No. It's a good question, though. Not really. Yes, it is. It's not. It's not a good question. Okay. It's not. But my real question is, why am I always freezing when I'm inside? And why are you laughing, asshole? Do you, how about you start coming up with the what's? <laughs> no, this one's just funny. Like, why am I always cold? I don't know. I don't have this problem. So. Laugh it up, Chuckles, because I'm sitting here with a sweatshirt and my grandma quilt. Literally, my grandma's <laughs> old quilt that I wear around my legs while I'm working because I'm always freezing inside. Is the answer to your what? That you're cheap and you haven't turned the heat up? Nope, that's not it. Okay. But more specifically, my question was, why am I cold inside if it's 70 degrees, but I can go outside and it's 60 degrees and I'm fine? Because I know myself well enough to know that if I, even if it's August and it's a thousand degrees, if I go to a restaurant, I have to take a sweatshirt because I will be freezing. (laughs) So that's more my question, Dick. Okay. So what's the answer? Jesus. I am interested to hear the answer, though. Well, first of all, feeling cold is much different than actually being cold. So that's kind of a big thing. So unless you're sick or hypothermic, your internal temp stays somewhere around 98.6 degrees or whatever your normal temp is. So feeling hot or cold happens in the skin, which is our body's way of keeping our core temperature the same, even as our environment changes. So... When it's chilly, the blood vessels in the skin and our extremities constrict to keep the heat concentrated around the tissue underneath, which is why our hands and feet are usually the first thing to feel cold or hot whenever it's warm. So uh-huh. okay. the big factors that kind of play into all this 
the the biggest is radiant heat. So when you're outdoors, the energy from the sun streams all around you. So you actually feel the warmth and it can be coming off of buildings, you know, like reflected off things. So it's just kind of all around you, which is why the same day you might feel cool in the shade. But if you step into the sun, you're comfortable because you're actually feeling the sun's warmth. So and that kind of works the same effect being indoors and outdoors. So the second big key to all of this is air movement. Wind can kind of make you feel cooler if you're outside because it disturbs the air layer around your skin and accelerates the loss of heat from your body. So the constant air movement of heaters and air conditioners indoors kind of have that same effect. I was going to say, yeah, okay. It makes sense. Yeah, so they're designed to make rooms feel less, less stuffy, so the air is always circulating, which can actually make your, your skin feel colder and kind of react to that. And then also just a person's size, gender, and their metabolic rate can influence their ability to retain heat. So women chill easier than men because women have a lower resting metabolic rate and higher levels of estrogen can actually amplify the blood vessel's response to cold. Ah, okay. Probably also why you feel hot. I I wonder wonder if it has anything to do with like when a woman goes through menopause. Like the opposite. loss of estrogen. Yeah. The opposite, the feeling of hot flashes and things like that. That would make sense. That's a good question. Just having more fat on your body can also obviously help keep your body retain the heat yeah so that's why you could be sitting next to a larger person who's sweating profusely and you're like freezing your nuts off so that's kind of that cool so thank you thank you jamie godspeed yes keep it real hey does it count as a golden shower if you pee on things not people no but is it as sexy i've had floaters they're not floaters. That was obviously a number two. They always come back, girl. Mm-mm. And I'm like, look, motherfucker. Cool. Of course he's wearing bolo tights. No, no offense to bolo tights, but kind of. Not on my watch. Wink at a wink. Still hate you. Are you really going to listen or are you just going to be a meanie head? I'm going to be a meanie head that listens. What's the special occasion? Like Sophia Bush, maybe? Cool. Okay. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. If you want to support Know What I Heard, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. The ratings and reviews are how we're going to get new listeners. So tell your friends, your family, and all your loved ones about it. Uh, spread the word. If you haven't already liked the Facebook page, check us out at Know What I Heard Podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. And if you have any questions or comments, show ideas, anything at all, send me an email at heard at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, hey, know what I heard? <laughs>